News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Now, a school in Sligo has no timetable, curriculum, and lets children decide for themselves what to do each day and has said it is attracting students from all over Europe. The Sligo Sudbury School in Dunali practices self-directed democratic learning, which allows pupils to choose when their day starts and ends and what they do during the day. Gail Nagel is co-founder of the Sligo Sudbury School and she joins me on the line now. Good morning to you, Gail. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Now, the Sudbury School, that's an international thing. It's, is it a philosophy? Is it a chain, a franchise, so to speak? Can you maybe give us a bit of info on that? Yeah, well, it's not a franchise, but it is an international um, philosophy. Yeah, it's been democratic schools have been around actually for a very long time. And there's a lot of them in the, in the world, there's a lot in America, there's a good few in the UK. And uh, it's basically a philosophy that is based on, as you said in your intro there, self-directed learning and self-governance. What is that? So, children, so self-directed learning is where the children and the young people can follow whatever learning pursuits they want to follow and whatever interests and passions they have. They're equally valued by everybody and they can, um, they can explore those uh, in their own way. So they have as much time as they need, they have as much space as they need and as much support as they need to follow those learning pursuits. There's a lot of learning through play and exploration and um, it's also mixed ages. That's a very important element of it. So all of the children, they're not divided uh, by age into different classes. Uh, so they're learning from each other all the time. There's an awful lot of peer-based learning as well going on. So is it primary other, school up to secondary school or when you say mixed ages? Yeah, so it's, we, we have children from 5 to 18. So it's both. It's primary and secondary, yeah. And do they sit a, a junior and a leaving cert? Not necessarily, no. If they wanted to, they could, but that's not the main focus of the school. The focus of the school is on really supporting the individuals, figuring out who they are, what they're interested in, uh, learning how to develop kind of social skills, important um, relationship skills, learning how to communicate, uh, learning self-awareness and learning self-knowledge, really, and also, um, yeah, figuring out what journey or learning path they want to be on. So the, the end game or the, the end focus isn't an exam, essentially. It's, it's lifelong learning. And I, I love the idea of kind of following the child and not having this big didactic sort of school system. My esteemed colleague Shane Coleman now, he's not he's more of a fan of that way. But I, I do have questions about kind of the basic nuts and bolts about it. I mean, if you're not going to learn Irish and you need Irish to get into a university, like how do you qualify for college if you are not following this curriculum that everyone else is doing? Yeah, so again, it really, really depends on what the what the students want and where they want to go. Um, and again, with that, it's the end game of a model like this isn't getting into college. It's not all about training or like preparing the young people for third level. It's about preparing them for life and um, giving them lots of space and opportunity to learn whatever it is they want to learn. If they do, if when they're coming, so what we find is when children are coming to an age where they're starting to think about the next step, and and if that is third level, a lot of them, some of them may go to third level, some of them may go and travel, they may go working, they may do lots of different things. So it's about, we, we would support them then to figure out what it is they want to do and what they need to get there. So if they need Irish, then they need to study Irish. You know, whatever it is they need to do, it's, it's finding out uh, what that is. But it's not... It's been clearly kind of um, exemplified over the over the last hundred years that you don't actually need to do something for twelve or thirteen years when you're internally motivated to learn something. If you really have a passion to do it, or it's um, it's a stepping stone towards a goal that you have, 
you can learn it at a much quicker pace and in a much more efficient way. I do like the idea of that, but I'm just thinking really, if you want to prepare children and young adults for the, the world beyond school, they are, like you really do need a third level qualification to do anything nowadays, really. Yeah, well, that depends. And there's lots of ways of accessing third level. I think we're, we we tend to think that the and obviously the main gateway into third level is leaving third, but there are actually lots of other ways into leaving into third level education, and there's also time. You can also wait a little while and and, and go as a as a mature student when maybe you know a little bit better or you have a clearer understanding of what actually you do want to get that degree for, rather than maybe just going to get a degree because that's what everybody's doing um, and we, we see this massive dropout rates in first year uh, and after first year in third level institutes at the moment um, um, Gail, when you, say, when you say like what do the kids uh, you know, <coughs> what, when we say they can do what they want I'm curious about what that means in real terms because my daughter would eat ice cream for dinner every day if she was less you know because she wants to do that but I know that's not good for her so how does the day look if you are, you know, if kids are kind of doing what they want every day, do you have to step in and say, OK, now it's time to learn a bit of X, Y and Z? No, because we, we, I suppose it's based on trust, this model, and it's based on respect. And we trust that children, essentially, like all young mammals, are, are innate, innately curious and they have an innate capacity to learn. And they also have a really, really strong drive to, to succeed. Um, we use the analogy of children, very young infants, learning how to walk and talk. They do that with, obviously, a... a, a a nourishing and, and loving environment, but they don't need a structured timetable to do it. Um, so we're there to support and we're there to, really our, our, our most important role as staff members in the school is to role model, um, you know, appropriate, respectful, trust, trusting adult behaviour and also to, to get to know the kids really, really well and to, to find out what they need to be there for them, to see them. And um, really, when you have a core, strong relationship that's based on trust and um, all of the other things kind of can fall into place naturally after that. Accessing learning, if you've got a strong sense of self-esteem, strong sense of self-worth, um, or accessing learning is much, much easier for you in those conditions. Um, and then just to, from a point of view of eating ice cream all day, so as a community, lots of things come up, obviously, as a community. The, the kind of the tension between individual needs and community needs is something that we have an awful lot of conversations about. So we have, we make community-wide agreements together as a group. Um, they're kind of our laws or our code of behaviour that run the school. And we also uphold all of those laws and agreements together as a, as a group. I, so I, it's not kind of... Yeah, it, it sounds, I mean, it sounds brilliant. I'm just kind of thinking when you kind of go out into the world and the rest of us have been through mainstream education, like, are these not the kind of people we find it really difficult to work with? <laughs> because, you know, maybe they have, you know, a, a, a sense of entitlement, we'll say, or that's, that's certainly the criticism some people would level. Yeah, well, it's, 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 it's quite the opposite, actually, because they, what, they've, what they're experiencing, the children in these schools, are they're getting a really, really, really ample time to actually practice social skills and pr- practice collaboration and actually to understand underneath all of that what that means and what the impact of not actually being a team player has on a community and has on themselves as an in- individual. Because they're actually, you know, I was speaking to somebody recently and they were saying, oh, 
I learned X, Y, and Z in school, but then in my 20s, I didn't have a clue about how to uh, live as a housemate, you know, or, or kind of rent an apartment and be together with a group of people and come up with a plan for who's going to do the dishes and set my own personal boundaries and understand other people's perspectives. All of that learning had to come to that person in their mid to late 20s. And and you're kind of practising that in the school already or setting them up for that. Yeah, that, yeah, right. exactly. That's, that's very re- that's very reassuring because I've lived with plenty yeah. of people who have not been able to clean their environment or or stick to a rotor or anything like that. Gail Nagel, yeah. co-founder of the Sligo Sudbury School, thank you very much for joining us on News Talk Breakfast this morning. What do you think? Do you think this is a good idea? Would you like to send your your child to a school with such a philosophy, Shane? I think it's a round no from it's a hard no from you. Yeah, I'd like to answer that question, but I I'd prefer to read the story about Man U and Brighton. And paper, <laughs> I don't look. I don't want to be disrespectful. To Gail because she's very uh, very passionate about what she does and, and look I, I can see all the arguments but my instinct is no I, my I think maybe it's no. not worked out past I think you really the way Ireland is set up now you sort of have to go to third level or you will have a third level qualification ah, whether it I be I don't even think it's about third level I just think and Gail will disagree with me and she's totally entitled to it and she puts the case very well I think it's about kids being kids and adults being adults and sometimes you need to tell kids what they need to do and to do things they don't like doing yeah and but they're not interested I, in doing like we've got to learn like life isn't a bed of roses you can't go through life saying I'll do this because I want to do this no, and I don't I want to do that No I think this makes you more resilient and, and I think uh, actually I, see, I disagree yeah. I think it makes you far less resilient I don't know I don't know I, th- I think that's the the the, the automatic reaction because that's what we've all grown up with but really you know education evolves and following yeah. the child and their ability I think sounds like a really positive move I'm sceptical 5216 let us know what you think back in a moment News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.